0: Hello, I'm James Marriott and welcome to the Unlimited Podcast. Now today, we bring you a special episode of the show with our friends at Urban Splash. Now, as I speak to you now, I'm stood at the foot of probably the most iconic building in Sheffield. It is a landmark. It's the remarkable Park Hill development. Now, I'm here today to find out more about the redevelopment work that's going on here You might recall a few months back we did an episode called Streets in the Sky Reborn where we took a fairly quick look at the work that's been going on here. Now that was during lockdown so we had to do it remotely. Today we're back in the flesh to meet a few people and to delve a bit deeper into the project. Now if you're a Sheffielder then Park Hill needs no introduction really does it in fact um if you've only ever visited Sheffield before you probably know all about it as well it's such a a famous landmark and it's so integral to the city you see it as you arrive on the parkway you pass it on the train or the tram as it passes through and it's featured on countless bits of artwork as well it is an icon it's as simple as that But it's not just an interesting piece of architecture, it's also home to hundreds of people and to dozens of businesses as well. Today I'm heading into South Street Kitchen to meet some of them and to find out more about what life at Park Hill is really like and to find out what's in store with phase two of the redevelopment.
1: Hi, I'm Tim Jenkins. I'm the uh, co-owner of South Street Kitchen in Park Hill.
0: Tell me more about South Street Kitchen. How long have you been here?
1: Uh, We've been here for three and a half years, it'll be four years in March next year. We were here kind of at the beginning of the businesses, kind of opening up here. When we first looked at the um, property, you could see like 50 metres down the building, there were no partition walls in (laughs) at all, so we had to have a little bit of vision, or my wife had to have a little bit of vision to be able to think what we could do with it. But we were just bowled over with the place, so uh, we decided we were looking for somewhere to start up. A cafe a restaurant and this was the ideal place to do it
0: all right okay so why why is that because obviously a few years ago when you were looking it didn't look like it does now here at, at, at park hill so what was it that kind of drew you to, to to this place um yeah it was a a massive risk it doesn't have lots of uh, footfall
1: and people weren't around but the thing that drew us to it was two things really one the building itself which is just a fantastic um kind of iconic brutalist building and where how it was being done was just uh gave it this fresh lease of life and we just we loved it Uh, we'd been actually to see a uh, an art exhibition in what was the scottish queen next door which was run by hallam university and that's when we first saw it and thought wow that was amazing that one's up for you know we could move in there so we looked at it and the second reason is that up here you're traffic free you get a view over the city that is kind of pretty much second to none and you can actually see out on a good day over to uh, the peak district so right. we get fantastic light in the morning one side and then come the evening during summer and winter actually we get amazing sunsets here kind of over the top of the city so what's not to like really? that is
0: that's remarkable and we are we are sat upstairs in your cafe right now and it's kind of like a hazy kind of autumn kind of day and the sun's kind of shining and you write about the fact that there's no real movement outside the windows. There's no traffic going past. It no. doesn't feel like you're in the hustle and bustle. And yet we're so close to the train station and yeah. so close to the city centre, but feel removed from it. Yeah, yeah. So it is a, a, um, a, you know, a quite a quirky location in, in that sense. And also the fact that you're know you, you you're here in this kind of mixed-use development. You've got people who live here. You've got all kinds of other businesses. What What's it like being part of this community?
1: It's great. I mean it's taken a while to develop the thing is it's not you know it's growing all the time and developing all the time and uh you know i'd be wrong to say that we knew we were taking a risk when we got here and it took time for Everything to develop, and for for Park Hill to feel more and more like a community, and what that looks like, both business-wise and the people who live it. But it's great. We have a, a lot of the residents, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of the residents who pop in. Um, in fact, we when we opened, we had a, a a day just for residents coming in, and somebody just had a baby and uh, brought the baby in, and uh, they come in every birthday. So uh, <laughs> so sort of that third birthday, they're in there uh, coming back having a coffee and a and a cake and stuff. So it's great and to be honest it's more than just park hill that you know this this side of the tracks if you like from uh, uh, the train station we offer something different for the community that goes further this way towards norfolk park and towards yep. albethorn and stuff and we get a lot of different people coming in from all over that area it takes time to develop but now we've we've got kind of critical mass and we get a big variety of people uh, demographic coming in and uh, yeah it's great it's really good feels parts i mean i'm really looking forward to phase two starting as well because then there'll just be more things and more people and people come up here specifically i mean it's true to say that we we're a bit of a destination for some people who live the other side of sheffield who like decide to come here for brunch or for an evening meze or one of our nights and it was quite interesting when the first started coming you have people phoning up going how do you get there? Where is it? You know, sort of thing. And in a way, that's been a good thing for Sheffield, that those people have come across here. And for on a Sunday brunch, they'll come up, particularly if they can sit outside. They'll make an effort to come over this side and, and look at it. And then they get to know more about this bit of Sheffield as well. So uh, it's been great. It's been a journey, but yep. it's been great.
0: That's that's so uh, that's so brilliant to hear. And you mentioned about phase two. There and I kind of wanted to ask you a bit about the future because you know we've we've been through an unusual eighteen months and and, and you're part of a trade that's that's obviously suffered as, as badly as any other. How how are you kind of feeling about the, the the future now and phase two happening here and everything that's kind of going on around here?
1: Yeah, I'll deal with the COVID bit first and being in lockdown and uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. We're having to reinvent ourselves every time the government came out with a yeah. different set of regulations. But to be honest, we rode it. We were lucky. We rode it. Pretty well, and I think people, particularly because we've got an amazing outside space with lots of seating, yeah. and during summer, that was just a, a godsend. You know, people loved coming up here. It was safe. You know, we took it very seriously when people could come back inside as well. So, in actual fact, that's been fine uh, and good. In terms of phase two, uh, it's just going to be brilliant to have more more hospitality stuff, actually, a pub or a restaurant. So, all of that opening up and more people being here. I think it'll just bring more strength to Park Hill and uh, this side of town, and uh, yeah, can't wait for it to start.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Tim.
1: Okay.
2: So, my name is Dan Brookman, I'm the CEO of Airship, a hospitality tech company that's been based in Park Hill for about three years.
0: All right, my first question is going to be Hospitality Tech Company. Tell me a bit more. That sounds intriguing.
2: Sure. Um, so we operate two platforms. Uh, one is Airship. It's a CRM. Uh, think about MailChimp, for, specifically for restaurants, bars, hotels, uh, cafes. Uh, that's been going for about 18 years now. Uh, we work for about 170 operators on the high street in the UK across about 3,000 different locations so if you ever get an email um, from Revolution bars or from your favourite restaurant then generally it's coming from our platform. Um, our second platform is called Toggle. Uh, Toggle's a hospitality commerce platform. So, gift cards, experiences, basically anything that's sold in advance of a customer visiting a venue. So, if you buy a gift card for South Street Kitchen, uh, where we're sat today, yep. uh, or if you buy a gift card for Coat Restaurants or Red Strew Barbecue, uh, one of about 350 brands um, that use that platform, uh, then you're buying it from Toggle.
0: You mentioned hospitality in there and it's been an interesting 18 months in in hospitality and i know that 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 you guys airship you've kind of i mean you 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 were in the news over the course of coronavirus and everything that was going on there so just tell us a little bit about tell us about the last 18 months
2: yeah so um in march 2020 when the lockdown was announced um i wouldn't be beaten by it basically so (laughs) i went onto linkedin which is quite an important channel for us and i just i swore Uh, which is uh, people that know me know that I swear a bit, but generally not in writing. Uh, I swore and said if anybody wanted to use the platform, they could use it for free. Um, We had about 160 customers sign up. We generated £5.5 million worth of revenue for closed businesses, uh, allowing quite a lot of businesses to survive and some to thrive. Um, We also pivoted that platform and added in retail products so people like Rafters could do their at-home kits and lots of other companies doing the same uh, and extend their brands into people's homes. When Boris announced the Track and Trace in July, Uh, that hospitality could reopen as long as they took people's details for the NHS test and trace Um, we built a solution for that in five days Um, we rolled that out to some of our key customers Um, we then rolled that out to 13,000 other locations across the UK and Denmark we uh, won Costa Coffee, Weatherspoons, Nero, Presse a manger we were checking in a million people a day uh, into hospitality venues prior to the NHS app going live it's been quite a busy year (laughs)
0: Um, it's just some incredible stuff there and, and thinking about the number of businesses that might not even exist now, if not for the for the work that, that you've done, is remarkable. So, you know, a huge amount of credit for, for, for that. Um, let's talk a bit about Park Hill then. What, what's it like being based here?
2: Uh, it, it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. My office is on the ground floor. Uh, I look out onto the back. All I see really is trees, um, uh, My the, the glass, the environment, the... The whole place, in its proximity to Sheffield City Centre, it, it just couldn't be better. Um, I, you know, we all love coming to work here. We love it when we arrive. The, you know, the building's so imposing. Um, it's such a beautiful thing. You know, especially on days like today when the sun's shining. Yeah, it's just a great place to
0: work. Obviously, it's, it's kind of unusual in being a mixed development. You've got the people that, that, that live here, um, other businesses and people that work here. And obviously, there's, there's, there's plenty that's going to happen in the future yep. a, as well. How does that kind of work for, for you guys then with it being such a mixed development?
2: Yeah, it's, it's really good. I'm on the Facebook group for Upstairs. Uh, I'm chatting to the Park Hill Residents Association. Uh, we play a reasonably active role uh, in the community, if you like. Uh, recently, and literally in the last week, I filmed my Christmas advert for Toggle, um, and all of that was done on Park Hill. Uh, S1 Art Space gave us their space. Content or Create OD, um, which is uh, another agency in the development. They gave us the film crew, and we, you know, did the post production and all of that and I, I guess that I don't know it's got something about it there's a yeah. sense of community of belonging about it which is is, is really nice uh, and it's not always amazing you know there are problems like there are everywhere uh, but generally you know 90% it's uh, it, it's all good you
0: know when we look to the future, then we've, we've got phase two here. So, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on, on that. And then also the future of, of airship. Where do you see things going?
2: Uh, I think phase two and the next phase after that as well park hill obviously it's not going to be complete you're not going to get the full glory of it until actually every building's been redeveloped and s1 art space have got their studios and their galleries um and the other you know people have moved into phase two um and i think then it's really going to come alive you know i really you know already when south street kitchen opened a couple of years ago that it became a destination and people suddenly started walking up here and visiting and having coffees and teas and you know rachel and tim have just done an incredible job in actually integrating themselves into the community as well and making it more uh, of a place to visit. As far as airship's concerned, we've just opened an office in London. Uh, We've doubled our workforce in the last year. So we're 32 people now. Um, uh, We expect to probably hire another 10 or 12 over the next year or 18 months. Yeah, who knows? I mean, we've just signed our first customers in New Zealand, in America, in Spain. Um, So, you know, hopefully our platform will be used by more and more hospitality operators worldwide.
0: And Dan, I know obviously you've been kind of around the business scene in Sheffield for, for a fair few years in different geysers and different projects that you've been involved in. Yep. You're also here so close to the train station, um, just on the cusp of the city centre, kind of really at the, the coalface of the business community in, in Sheffield. What's your kind of take on, on, um, on business in Sheffield, the business environment in Sheffield uh, as a wider thing at the moment?
2: Yeah, it seems buoyant. There seems to be a good community in Sheffield. I think community is uh, really important uh, to be nurtured. Um, There seems to be a really good digital, uh, and Sheffield Digital do a really good job of promoting that sector within the city. Uh, And I think that that's really important because it brings in higher paid jobs. Um, uh, And that's what the city needs. Um, I think we've lost out to some of the big big projects like Channel 4, uh, which is a real shame. And uh, we still need some big movers and shakers to come to the city Uh, but there's so much to offer here uh, for employers and you know we've got several members of staff who've moved to Sheffield to come and work for us and they absolutely love it here and Sheffield has an amazing reputation I spend three days a week in London um, uh, and when I say to people in London I'm from Sheffield they go oh god you know Pete District and you know everybody knows that it's a it's a friendly place it's a nice place to live it's got a lot going for it and we just need more employers to see that.
0: I think we forget, don't we, how great it has been here and kind of yeah. having the peaks on the on the doorstep and the ability to just walk for miles and miles and end up at the top of a mountain. Yeah. Not many cities that can uh, that can offer that. So uh, I think that's a great point. Um, Dan, thank you ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. You're and uh, look forward to seeing the work that Airship do in the coming months and years. Thank you. Cheers.
3: My name's Carl Dalgleish. I'm a director of CADA Research in Sheffield.
0: Tell me more about CADA Research. What do you do?
3: We're a UK and international economic development consultancy. So that's about people, places and business. So it's a really varied area, James, to be
0: honest. Okay. Sounds intriguing. I kind of feel like I want to kind of probe away and see kind of what what kind of people you tend to work with and, and uh, what sort of work you, you do. Just sort of illustrate it a little bit for me if you can do
3: We've recently been commissioned by Doncaster Chamber to develop uh, an employer's skills plan for the city region. We've worked extensively in Sheffield City region. We have worked all over the UK and internationally, so some of our more interesting jobs. We've looked at a big tourism attraction in Swansea for a New Zealand company, an adventure company. We do lots of economic impacts, strategies, bid writing, that sort of thing. Uh, other clients include Health Education England, right. where we looked at uh, a digitisation programme within the NHS and social care sector. We've worked locally on the Advanced Wellbeing Accelerator in Sheffield, evaluating that. So all sorts, really. And we tend to go right the way through, James, from sort of big development and strategy writing through to evaluation. So our team has expertise in each of those areas.
0: Fabulous. We're here to talk a bit about Park Hill, but um, already today we've heard just some brilliant stories of businesses uh, who've kind of defied the odds over the last 18 months and everything that we've been through and are really thriving at the moment. What's it been like for for you over the the last kind of 18 months, two-year period?
3: Well, during the the restrictions, obviously, we weren't in the office that often. Uh, I did come in Sometimes with my dog to check security and right. things like that. And then we went virtual overnight. Uh, after Boris's announcement, I came in and got all the computers that night and the chairs, and we relocated the next day. But luckily, yeah. we are quite a digital business. So, funnily enough, it's affected our productivity in a positive way. Right, really. And actually, COVID has brought some opportunities as well as challenges for us. So, we've been looking at business support programs around COVID. We've been doing case studies of companies that have coped through COVID. So we've kind of, uh, our work's adapted. We're in economic development. Uh, These are some of the most challenging economic times in the post-war era. So economic development consultants are required because a lot of the strategies are out of date. They're meaningless in a sense, Mm. pre-pandemic. The government's got big political ambitions to level up different areas and communities. That means people are looking at new projects and programs they're working out ideas for that they need feasibility studies and that so in a sense we've actually gone against the grain in some senses and are working a lot in this new new environment and we have expanded the team a fair bit recently to go with awesome. demand
0: obviously things getting back to something like normal now whatever that looks like so yeah being based at Park Hill what, what's that like it's a fantastic building It can be quite a difficult
3: building to work with because it's a historic building. It's listed. So if you want to make adjustments, it's challenging. It can be costly. But the benefits far outweigh some of the the challenges that the building throws up. Mm -hmm. It's a vibrant community. Uh, It's a mixed, obviously, residential and commercial. It's an iconic building. We often get visitors. People like to come and see us. And uh, as a town planning and economic development organisation... we like being based here because it's, in a sense, it's in our DNA.
0: Yep. When we have
3: new staff, we take them around the walkways. We show them around proudly, the building. We like the cafe. We like the access to the town centre. We like the fact it's quiet. It's, uh, you know, there's not many cars driving around. It's a dead end. Uh, a lot of us cycle to work. A lot of us use the train, which is four minutes away. Many of us come here to the cafe. Yep. It, it's a nice place to be.
0: That that point's come up a couple of times already during this podcast about the fact that it's so close to everything. It's so close to the parkways just over there, the train stations just over there, the town centre is there, and yet it's so still and just feels like you're just kind of in the middle of this sort of tranquility, which is remarkable, really, that 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 kind of exists here. Mm -hmm. You mentioned about it being kind of a mixed development what's that kind of is, is that is that a good thing for you how's that kind of work for you i think it is a good thing mixed
3: communities bring vibrancy to city centers yeah. so during the day all the commercial tenants are here at night we know there's a thousand eyes on the street yeah uh, you mentioned earlier about the tranquility of the area as well and i just wanted to add that that's no mistake urban splash have done a good job there in planning in the landscaping um They look after this building properly, and that's an important part of how the building works, investing in how it's run. So it doesn't come about by accident, some of what we've got here, and that that needs to be appreciated really.
0: I love reflecting on, um, kind of you say, about this being a destination, people coming here and, uh, you know, I live in Sheffield. I, I see this building probably every day and sometimes almost take it for granted and forget, I kind of mentioned in the intro to the podcast that you know people have made artwork that includes this building. It truly is iconic and that's something that for Sheffield we should be so proud of and really kind of, you know, hold on to and it. It's brilliant to see with phase two everything that's happening here and bringing it further back to life as well. What about the future then? What does the future future hold for Cater.
3: well the business was started 10 years ago in November so right. it's our nearly our 10 year anniversary
0: happy birthday in advance thank you yeah we've grown
3: from really myself and a handful of graduates and associates and we're now taking on staff so we will have eight full-time members of staff um, and we keep, we're keeping them busy so we do have a three-year plan we intend to continue growing and um, we now realize that um, we need to think about operating as a small-sized business with appropriate procedures and things. So we're setting up a board and thinking about how we manage our growth over the next three years or so. Mm-hmm. We've decided to go with the market and grow with the market and see where things take us. Uh, we think it'll be an exciting time. Lots of our assignments are really challenging and demanding, but that's the nature of the work that we do. So. very much look forward to it.
0: Sounds like really exciting times. Um, Carl, thank you very much for your um, time and uh, wish you all the best over the next few years as you uh, as you grow and develop and sounds like you've got some great projects lined up. Yeah, thanks.
4: Thank you. Hi, I'm Nikki Harris. I'm Senior Commercial Manager at Urban Splash.
0: Nikki, we've heard some brilliant stories so far on this podcast from businesses who are based at Park Hill as part of phase one of the development here mm-hmm. um, and brilliant to kind of hear them talking about what a vibrant place it is uh, and how much they love being here and that tranquility that comes from the amazing work that, that Urban Splash have, have, have done developing the place and yet mm-hmm. being so close to the centre of Sheffield. Tell us a, a little bit more about how phase one's gone from your point of view.
4: Um, We've been really, really pleased with how Phase One has gone. The tenants and occupiers that we have here are a fantastic mix of people, and they they live and breathe Park Hill, which is exactly the type of guys that we're after and that we love to have in our in our properties. And it really builds on that community aspect, which is what we we always want to create. We don't want to create an area where it's just sterile and there's nothing that's happening. We're very, very hands on as a landlord, and we love to get involved and make sure that all the businesses are talking to one another they know each other um, and whether that's procuring events getting involved with the residential association all that side of things we are very very happy with how phase one has gone um, really? we're, we're full in phase one mainly office space here uh, lots of creatives and yep. then obviously we've got uh, the amazing south street kitchen
0: It's great to see such a different kind of mix of businesses and and, and hearing already on this podcast what what different people are up to is is Mm -hmm. brilliant. Attention now, obviously, turning a little bit towards phase two then. So Mm -hmm. just tell us kind of where things are at, if you would do.
4: Yeah, so we are creating 20,000 square foot of commercial space with one of the spaces allocated to be F&B, Food and Beverage Unit. Um, So we're on the lookout for an independent that can really buy into the Park Hill scheme um, and bring some more life uh, into the next phases we're speaking to quite a few interesting occupiers at the moment for that for the food and beverage space. Okay. The ground floor space uh, along South Street, we'd love to get some sort of different uses in there, like a little shop or a deli or a yoga studio, all types of different amenities that bring something to this community. And then on the on the rest of the space it's office space, and we are under offer at the moment on circa 50 to 60% of the office space. Okay. so yeah it's going it's going really really well
0: what kind of businesses then is kind of phase two appropriate for
4: so we have uh, a different use different types of offices that are going in there so we have a creative branding design agency we have a marketing agency and we have a modeling agency actually right. um wow. so there's lots of different types in there um and like i say we, we are talking to to occupies and from the food and beverage side we have had a yoga studio in choir we have had a zero food waste shop in choir a dessert shop so there's lots of different types it's just making sure that we get the right mix within the spaces
0: and thinking about kind of those spaces then what kind of space options are there
4: the amazing thing about park hill in the commercial space there is that at the moment, all the walls have been taken out in between all of the, all of the right. space. So we, we do that so that it gives us the best variety of space. So if somebody came along and said, I only need 500 square foot, we can put 500 square foot in. Uh, and it goes up in in 500 square foot increments basically right. at the moment you could probably take up to about 8,000 square feet over a few floors or you could just do an individual 1,000 square foot you can have the duplex suites they're all dual aspects uh and they all have a- amazing views over the city
0: that's amazing there's such such flexibility that yeah. um not many developments can kind of offer that so that's no. that's that's fantastic yep. what what in terms of kind of time scale and stuff like that then how are, how are things looking
4: um good we're looking at the first uh, phase of phase two um, coming online towards the end of February with the the final flank of phase two coming online towards the end of March going into April.
0: Okay, cool. And that's 2022? Yes. I can't keep up with what year we're in and what year's next. It's all been a bit of a blur over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Has, it yeah. Um, and what about beyond that then? What's the kind of the longer term vision?
4: So we have completed on phase three, which was the alumno student block. And on the ground floor of there, we've got two commercial spaces. One of them is opening next week, which is Park Hill Provisions. It's a convenience store, a much needed amenity needed. So if you, yeah. you just need your paper, your pint of milk, Yep. Or a bottle of wine, you can nip in there. Yeah, he's going to be open next week, and then we've got one small space next door to him that's available, about two and a half thousand square foot.
0: And then just, just finally, and and um, you know, this either from your point of view or, or from Urban Splash's point mm-hmm. of view, what's it been like just being part of bringing this place back to life? Because for so many years, it was an eyesore and uh, I think you know people like me that lived in Sheffield thought the only thing that can happen now is you- you've just got to demolish it yeah. and so to see it being brought back to life and brought back to life in such a beautiful way both aesthetically and seeing what's going on yeah. here how does it feel being part of that?
4: Amazing uh, I I'm, I deal with a lot of buildings with urban um, splash across the north and Park Hill's probably my favourite one Um. it just speaking to the people that are here, both residential, commercial, and understanding why they're here, why they place their businesses here, why they bought an apartment here, why their children go to the nursery here, it, it's just a fantastic scheme, and it's 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 built such an amazing community, and it's it's brought back that community that was here in in the sixties. Um, it. It can be a Marmite building. Some people don't enjoy Park Hill. The majority of people I've spoken to absolutely love it. Um, And I think that will only continue as the further phases are developed across the scheme. I originally helped out at Park Hill on the uh, Phase 1 launch seven years ago. I think it was seven, eight years ago. And the amount of people that we had through the door just coming to have a look at the space or coming to tell us their stories about living here or... Just being around this sort of area, um, it's fantastic. And those sort of stories really make it, you know, you're understanding the people of Sheffield. And the community, and that's what makes my job really enjoyable.
0: It's um, it's a it's a it's a building, it's a development that's really lived, hasn't it? and yes. there's So many stories to tell. Yeah. But so many more stories that, that are yet to be written Absolutely. about the place, which is which is brilliant. Yeah. So just quickly then, Nikki, if there's anyone listening that kind of thinks, yeah, I want in on this, mm-hmm. I want to know more about it, what's the best way of them getting in touch?
4: If you head to the Urban Splash website, UrbanSplash.co.uk. Uh, if you want to email us, it's space at UrbanSplash.co.uk, or our telephone number is 033 36 0000.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Well, there we have it, some really insightful stuff there. And thank you to Tim, to Dan, to Carl, and to Nikki for their time to share their experience of what's going on at Park Hill at the moment. And as we look ahead to the exciting stuff that's to come in phase two. And as I mentioned a few times in there, I'm I'm a Sheffield lad and it's a building that I've seen go through some really hard times. So seeing it now coming back to life and seeing so many people able to enjoy it as a real living space again is just fantastic. Can't wait to see what happens over the next few months as the next phases of this fantastic project from Urban Splash start to come online. We'll be back with another episode of the Unlimited podcast soon. If you'd like to get in touch with us, then please drop me a line, james at unlimitedbusiness.com. That's james at unltdbusiness.com.